0: Hey, traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, February 14, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY, or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we have a number of things on the docket today. The market did a number of things that it normally does. The question is... Did we, or did you, or did we together take advantage of those situations? We'll get to that later. Keep your shorts on. What's the first thing that's jumping off the page at me on this daily chart, other than being above this downsloping trend line? Well, actually, the first thing is, did they make a run for and spike through the breakdown candle high we talked about last night? Precise price was... 41457. Go back and check the videotape. The second thing I notice is she also ran a test in the neighborhood/slash vicinity of yesterday's breakup candle low. At the end of the day, the S&P or SPX, as we call it, finished down one point. Nothing happened today. By the end of the day, but the market made a couple of very important tests. And that's what trades are made out of. That's what this business is made out of. That's what the analysis is made out of. Did they make the tests? What did they do at the tests? What happens next time up at the same price for another test? Or down at the same price for another test? Those things are from a smaller perspective, a micro perspective. Everything is a fractal of everything else. So keep in mind, what the market is doing at present is it's making some kind of a bullish, wedge pattern, maybe going back and forth in this range until the point in which it's either time to break out to the upside or northern direction or break this type of pattern and come down and possibly run some tests in the vicinity of the upsloping trend line. Those are the three options. Stay in this range and go back and forth in this channel, break up or break down. Today, as you can see, she tested the high of that channel, give or take, which happened to coincide with the breakdown candle high, by the way. We don't have to worry about the weekly chart on Tuesday. We know what's going on at present. They're eating time off the clock underneath the 100 period moving average and above the downsloping trend line, which puts the market in a bullish position until or unless the point in which she breaks back below. 240 chart, just for illustration purposes, you'll notice today was running a test of a 240 breakup candle low. Same one from the daily chart, but just noticing it on different time frames. That's what happened. This candle was created yesterday. A test was run today. Nothing different or Outstanding on the 120 chart. The only thing we would say is they're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until it's not. Same story in the 240 chart above all the moving averages. Just pointing out the different things that we look at trend being one of them. And here's the hourly chart and we see nothing different. Here's the high of day. Here's the low of day. And it may not look much on an hourly chart. However, when you blow up the chart a little bit, what you'll notice is... We now have a vertical line on the screen. Right of it is today's activity. 41465 is the upper line and the lower zone is 41030 down to 409 and a quarter. Put this on a mental sticky note. We're just going to throw in a little curveball this evening. Check the 915 post. 41030 to 40920 is a zone of support and an opportunity if they get down there in a hurry formation for a bounce back in the other direction. 9.15 post, 15 minutes before post time. 9.31, one minute into the day, that counts for a hurry formation. Showtime for the bulls in the zone. Need I say more? They start as a scalp with potential, participation inside the numbers, participation inside the numbers live. We took the trade, Together. Here comes the slider, 1001 post. 414.55 to 415.25 is overhead resistance. It's a short scalp with potential for those interested in a counter trend scalp opportunity sooner than later. If they come up short and pull back, no dice, has to be clean like in a hurry formation. 1011, showtime for the Bears to play some defense. And then we have the above, if above, you have to know the next spot, 4.16.50. Then a couple of minutes later, the scalp portion of the scalp with potential is over. Let's see what we're talking about. 4.14.55 to 4.15.25. Holy double whopper, Batman. Look at that trade. Traders Inside the Numbers got it. Traders Inside the Numbers Live Room got it. Apples, you betcha. I'm going to let you pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. We're an open book system. I wanted to point out the two really important things that happened. The rest is along the way commentary. The rest is supporting documentation. Certain numbers are important. But the two trades that were on the board were really whoppers in and of themselves creating a double whopper situation. So I wanted to point those out and then circle back to those that want to read the notes, pause the video, go back to the chart and double check the work. Why? Because the numbers work. Stock's on the move. Not a lot going on early this morning. We had three on the board. I only put this up because I want to make sure we all see it. We're going to look at one or two of these charts. One jumped to target and two came closer. One came close, one didn't come close. We're going to take a look at the chart of QSR and FSLR just for the heck of it. QSR, for example, unfortunately opened below the price, ripped back up in the other direction. There was a third price. It opened above the third, below the second. No trade unless somebody just hopped in of their own volition. The takeaway is, repeat after me, the numbers work. The reason we want to look at FSLR, again, supporting the concept that the numbers work, the entry was 156.80. The low of day happens to be 157 on the button. No dice. Look at that. Rip back up in the other direction. Just saying. By the way, before we wrap up the spider, you might want to fire up your sticky notes because I'm going to give you a piece of information that we talked about before. You might have forgotten it. Brought it up today for Inside the Numbers, and it's this. We still have some unfinished business that they did not tend to down at 408, give or take. So therefore, if the market is selling in the morning or at any point tomorrow, we want to remember, put it on the sticky note, that 408 happens to be some unfinished business. If they're down there, Inside the number, members will certainly have more refined, specific numbers down in that zone. What if the flip side happens? What if they're ripping them up in the other direction? Where are they going? Well, this is a bullish pattern above all the moving averages. When you look at the weekly chart, you say, well, how high can they push them? we still have some stuff going on up around 420 and higher. We have a gap up there. We have a breakdown candle high. We have a 100-period moving average. So if they start jamming them up, having a jam session, we still know that above 420 is some overhead resistance. And once again, inside the number members, will have more refined, specific numbers. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Not exactly the same look, maybe slightly different look. We have a breakdown candle, they did not test the high, fair enough, they don't have to test the high, but they made an attempt to test the high. But keep this in mind, until, and this goes for all of them, until or unless they close above the high of this candle here, then they're making a bearish, wedgish kind of pattern, but as long as they're above all the moving averages, the tape is bullish. What's the more dominant thing in that sequence? Well, we don't really know. They both come from the daily chart. The trend is your friend, certainly. But a breakdown candle high that can't be closed above or they can't close above, that's something to be taken as a valuable piece of information. It's the market's way of saying, hey, unless I get above here, no dice on further upside. 195 is a stopping block. When you look at the weekly chart, until they get below this last big breakup candle low in the sequence, then there's nothing wrong. They're just eating time off the clock, but there's a lot of points in between the upper portion and the lower portion, and that's why the daily chart and intraday charts can get kind of wild, and the weekly chart kind of looks like same old stuff. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Canary in the coal mine. Second favorite market-leading indicator, IWM is A number one, transports favorite canary in the coal mine up pretty big today up over 1% 163 points 68 points whatever that number is it's bullish last line of defense same breakdown candle high 15,500 in that neighborhood this high specifically is slightly less than that we'll call it 15.5 is the gateway to another run higher first to test the old highs over here—that would be 15.888 weekly, above all the moving averages. Nothing wrong here. Nothing to see here until or unless that changes. At least from a bear perspective, it's a bullish situation until it changes. What changes it? That goes back to things that I've taught in the course, Lazy E Mini Trader. We talk about some of them here. They're called signs and or signals of a trend change. There's a variety of them. And when you put some of them together with each other, you have what is and what would normally be a trend change. We haven't had anything like that. And until we do and the trend is up, there's nothing wrong with the tape. It's a duck and it's bullish until that changes, until the character of the market changes. Few people, same routine, same type of pattern that we see on the SPY chart, above all the moving averages, nothing wrong here. Did not yet run a test of the breakdown candle high. The couple of markets that we've looked at that haven't seemed to be a little bit behind the power curve in terms of against and compared to the SPY. But nevertheless, that's meaningless They're creeping higher, they're grinding higher, it's a bullish formation, it's a pullback on time, and they've started higher. That's pretty much what's going on, until proven otherwise. Down day for the financials, 8 tenths of 1%, 30 cents above all the moving averages, nothing wrong with the financials, it's just a down day, it's not a diverging day, it's not a collapse day. They're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend. Nothing to see here either until there is. There is something to see, however, in Smash Mouth. So they're buying up the transports, the canary in the coal mine, and they're buying up the canary for the tech sector, which is the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. Smash Mouth is the exchange-traded proxy. They're already pushing on the recent highs. It could be a tell. When the semis are strong, it's generally a leading indication of strength throughout the rest of the tech space. If they're weak, it's the mirror image of that. We look at the semis very similar to the way in which we look at the transports. Where are the transports likely headed? Where is the overhead resistance? You would like to know. We're going to scroll back and you'll see a line show up. It's at 265. 50. It's a little bit on either side of that. That's the number out of the calculator. They generally spike them. Sometimes they come up short. That's the number, 265.50. It's a target, it's magnetic, and it's overhead resistance. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos would not be possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.